This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, former Bayonetta actor Helena Taylor responds to fans on social media now turning against her claims of getting the raw deal from Platinum Games. And in our final stage, I will give my thoughts on Gotham Knights and tell you why this game deserves more than what many in the gaming media have told you. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Good everybody and welcome back to a Monday edition game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Why are you getting this so early this week? Why? Two reasons. One, Helena Taylor just resurfaced and put out a new tweet uh, trying to defend the claims that she has because now people are that supported her are turning against her because things aren't adding up, especially after the Bloomberg article, which confirmed documentation from somebody anonymously from Platinum Games that they did offer her more than what she's claiming, which she claimed was uh, roughly an amount of $4,000 for what we believed was the entire gig. And that was the way she explained it. Uh, but in fact, they said that they were offering her 4,000 per session leading up to the amount of 15,000. There was also the claims of Platinum Games grossing over $450 million for the franchise. But when you start to look at the figures of what Bayonetta makes and it's out there, you can easily find it on online. They barely made a little over a million each because one Bayonetta, the first one, was spread out a little bit more so that made a little bit more money but then part two was more exclusive to the nintendo switch and not everybody has the nintendo switch so those xbox gamers and those playstation gamers that don't own uh, switches they never got a chance to play this game and it didn't gross as much because nintendo has exclusivity for it much like they do with part three coming any day now that was just that part right there is still hard to claim you know, the news has erupted all over social media, all over the media world, even covering from TMZ and other major outlets um, that has covered this. And she has created a lot of damaging things for this company. She also broke an NDA that is like the biggest note ever. If you listen to any of the interviews that I've ever had on Talk Time Live, then you would know that there are certain questions that I know I couldn't ask them. And we even discuss it because, you know, we know we can't do it. So, and I don't even press them on it because I like these people. I want them to come back on the show and I don't want them to be fired so I can enjoy their work anyway. She broke, she broke the code <laughs> and now she's going to have to pay for it. The thing is now is like, she has to, she has, she needs to bring concrete evidence but she's still standing you know tall to her claims 
She recently spoke out against the claims made uh, by Bloomsburg in accordance to the article where an anonymous member, you know, said that she was getting paid more on October 15th. So she emailed that guy. We we learned that she did contact the uh, gentleman who did that. In her latest statement, she is sticking to her claims, but also wanting wanted to clarify what she originally stated. However, the updated story of uh, the of the claims is she uh, she is giving it doesn't really match up in a sense that she has changed some of the claims she made originally. This has some fans who supported her confused, upset with some of the things that she is saying because they are not adding up. Furthermore, at this point, she uh, the more at this point, the more she speaks out via tweets, the more it may be more damaging to her, in my opinion. Her recent clapback on Twitter is uh, getting dramatically less support than her original tweets, uh, uh, tweet announcement. Her original tweets generated over 237,000 likes, over 73.3 thousand retweets, and over 5,700 responses from fans. Now, if you go onto her website and go into the actual this, the video statement, it is declined a little bit. The likes are now at 233.6K likes, which means little uh, little up to 4,000 likes have been take, disliked and they take them off, which means she's losing a bit of support from some from, uh, for some people. Um, what did I say for, yeah, the, the, the retweets are now down to 272.8K. Uh, comments remain the same. Nobody's going to stop on a, uh, um, on the, uh, comments, but the retweets and the likes have slowly declined. It may, it may decline a little bit more, who knows, but I woke up this morning. It was 237,000 uh, likes. Now it's down to 233, which is definitely it's, it's, that's a, that's, that's a definite significant thing to, to uh, think about. So her recent tweets in response to the Bloomberg article and Platinum Games response are only getting at this time less than 200 likes um, and way less than 100 likes at the time. And right now you got one of them responded to 2000 likes with uh, 1,919 retweets and 1,212 comments. Most comments are not in support of her claims right now because a lot of people are saying that it just doesn't add up. And what is needed right now is that, you know, it's she needs hardcore proof, hard copy proof, concrete proof, if you will, to, you know, back this up because that will shut everything down. And this is just so bad. While, you know, while she is doubling down, she has also tweeted a request to donate the money fans were going to uh, pay to play Bayonetta 3, but many responded back with less than convincing replies and not believing any of what she is saying at the time. And she, on the tweet, is asking, you know, she here's 14 different, you know, uh, charities that you could donate to instead of doing it. The problem is, is that you're, you're ignoring the fans who are trying to support you because you can tweet all you want, 
what Bloomberg received from Platinum Games was literally hard, hard, um, concrete hardcover proof. The documentation, probably in PDF form, of what was offered, which she has to do in order to combat this, to, to, to save her, her uh, situation. We need to see that email. We need to see whatever conversation they had, whether it be a text or via email stating that that's what the director offered her in that exact way that she claims. Without it at this time, none of the tweets that she's making, it won't matter because we need to see concrete proof at this point. And that will help her greatly. I mean, she's already damaged her, you know, reputation right now. She already put her reputation at risk right now by breaking an NDA. There's nothing else she she can do that is going to, you know, do any more damage than she already did. Some, you know, uh, Brennan in our ACMG Facebook group said she's in the middle of uh, legal action. I doubt she can uh, go into anything in detail. That's BS because she's already done that. She's already freaking done that already. She, if, if she, if she handled it a different way, then you could say that, you know, who's in legal action platinum games because she broke an NDA and now they can sue the hell out of her and, you know, call her up for defamation of, you know, character or whatever, or whatever, or, you know, or, or, you know, whatever or damages that she has caused the company because you got nine point, nine million people viewing this you got media outlets everywhere and it's bringing a bad name to one of the most beloved uh game companies out there and fan favorite game companies out there this is not the exposure that they wanted they don't want to look this bad this they no company wants to look this bad if you have the evidence to back it up she needs to show it and she what else is she going to lose right now because she's already going to get sued What's going to happen right now is that, that she doesn't provide any type of date stamps or, or you know, emails or, or, or texts with date stamps showing that this happened. You know how like Adam Levine got caught doing what he did and people had tweets and te uh, or texts and date stamps or DMs of date stamps of when this, when this dude was kind of shooting a shot with him. That's what she needs. She needs that type of proof to, to shut everything down, to put, to bring everybody back on her side. If she doesn't have that or provide that, then all of these tweets with these explanations or anything like that, it's not going to mean a damn thing. You could only go by your word by so much. This is not like the Vic Mignogna situation where, you know, you had, where, where it wasn't based on, you know, text or, you know, um, or email or whatever like that these were he said she said situation speculations or whatnot and and they there was some video proof of whatever that was going on with him but that's still concrete proof that's a date stamp they have the date and time when that situation happened this is requiring business a business negotiation that came along together and we need to see this if you want us to stop if you want all your fans to stop to buy and support from platinum games at this point now you're gonna have to put up or shut up and i hate to say that but it's like you you gotta you gotta show more proof than this it can't just be like you're detailing everything down and then on top of that your details are way different than they were before and not, not even way different i'm being a little bit you know dramatic but there are some alterations to the claims 
so in the tweet that she recent tweet that she made uh some eight hours ago or actually it's probably even more than eight hours ago by now but it has come to my she said uh she said in her tweets in her tweet statements it has come to my attention that some people are calling me a liar and gold digger that part i didn't hear but i'm pretty sure trolls will be trolls i feel the need to defend myself and my reputation in the industry you do that by providing the documentation the transcripts the emails and text conversations that went on with the date stamps of when you guys did it along with the claims that they asked they offered you that much money that's how you defend your reputation in the industry at this point she goes on in another tweet saying as i posted on three of my video threads i explained that their first offer was too low that offer was ten thousand dollars total that was not mentioned in the original tweet that was never that was not mentioned remember this is a 400 and she's sticking by this this is a 450 million dollar franchise not counting merchandise she's still sticking to this i don't know if she's sticking to it one would believe that upon people denying us you would show the figures of what they made and i don't know again where she looked online somebody actually thought that she went into some data site that kind of gave a misconception of figures that led to what she believed was 450 million dollars but nobody everybody who's looked online at bayonetta sales and net worth we did not come to nearly to that amount i then wrote in japanese to Heikede, uh, Heikede, uh, Yamiya, who is uh, the director of Bayonetta, as for what it, uh, I was, uh, for what I was worth. She goes on to another tweet, uh, continues from another tweet, I should say. I thought that as a creative, uh, he would understand. He replied saying, now basically what she's doing here, these are some of the exact words that she explained on the video, but there are some changes the ten thousand dollars the the, the four thousand dollars is now ten thousand so that's really rubbing people the wrong way and now here on the third uh tweet she says he replies saying how much he valued uh her contributions to the game which by the way where is this email that's what we need to see this email needs to be seen i then was offered an extra five thousand dollars which there are way too many uh, zeros in this uh, part right here. So I declined the voice uh, to voice the game. Then I heard nothing from them for 11 months. They then offered me a flat fee to voice some lines for $4,000. Okay. This part was also not mentioned either in a sense. They offered me a flat fee of 4,000 for some lines in, you know, for $4,000. Any other lies such as $4,000 for five sessions were totally fabricated. That's great, but where is the the email and text stating that? Where's the where's the email that conversation that you guys saying that with the date stamp on there? And I say keep saying date stamp because that'll prove that y'all had this conversation at a particular time and day. This is the reply back you got from with that amount for that reason, for that purpose. But she's this clarification is just not it just doesn't add up there were not extensive negotiations i have always been informed of ridiculous uh fictions and it's, it's not to say that i don't believe that voice actors get you know really low offers like this they it it happens it's just in her case 
it's not coming together as solid as she is making it and it's not looking good on her side like i it feels like she just went such a way with this that she didn't think this thoroughly before doing a video before doing any of this like she whether she worded it wrong or not it's just not looking good and then things just people are just questioning this it's not like really it's not a simplistic explanation of what happened so uh go, continuing off she said they were not extensive negotiations i always have been informed of ridif uh, ridiculous fictions such as i asked for for uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars i am team player i was just asking for a fair living wage in line with the value that i bring to the game now again this goes back to the 450 million dollar situation if she if they are were in fact getting that much money i could see where she would want that but where does she get her figures from where's the proof that they are getting 450 million dollars because a lot of people you know even bloomsburg of course looked at that checked that researched that they're not making that much i mean even like they like platinum games net worth is not even that much if you go and look online and you know look at the right spots i could not talk about the game because of ndas but i happily answer <laughs> i could not this is the last tweet that i got here but it's i cannot talk about the game uh because of ndas but i am happily answer fan letters emails signed posters recorded voice messages for weddings so in the midst of all this it's like she's promoting herself at the same time like what is going on here <laughs> i kept up uh interest in the game during a long periods of time and radio silence from platinum this is also from somebody who claims that she spoke with the bloomsburg writer and stated that she you know they are lying they are all lying do not listen to what they say at the same time she also said something in the, in the means of i just want to do away with this i want to just move on and start doing theater work if that is the case why still respond first of all or even why respond at all you knew that you were going to you're going to get in trouble for this you knew that how much this is going to damage them you had to know because if you didn't then i'm worried about your mental health at this point and i hope that's not the situation i i mean i hope that there, there has to be some answer to this she has to have some more proof and again as i told brennan i'm like she's in the point of no return the minute that she did those videos that four that four part video she put herself out there and took a huge risk hoping that it will put a lot of damage into her but here's the thing like i can't like like accounting numbers don't lie and in this case concrete proof is needed to show that she's telling the truth where's that email that she had with the director that offered her that much where are these transcripts because that's all that matters now not these extra tweets when i mentioned that she needs to reply back it wasn't to re, re, um to re, like do a, uh, a rebuttal of what she i mean uh or reiterate i should say um what she already said 
because that's what exactly that's all she did was just repeat and reiterated what she said but slightly altered some figures and things aspect to it it's getting bad it's really getting bad on her part the only thing i think that could save right now is if she just puts up the email let people read it let people see for themselves this is where jennifer hell and that tweet about critical thinking comes into play people because all right this is what you're saying now where's the claim to back it up you want us to support you where's the backup it is now monday it is now just days away the 24th we are four day less than four days away or no we are four days away excuse me we are four days away from the premiere of that game and if you don't come up with anything by this point you're it's going to look bad on you it's going to this actually it's going to look worse on on her if if she doesn't come like tweets are not going to be enough at this point but like especially especially the fact that again we got confirmation that they did offer her a little bit more where's your proof that they didn't that's what it's going to come down to where you want people to be on your side you got to give up a little bit more than that you can't i it, to me it's just like you would expect somebody to have a little bit more understanding of how this works and not do it in the way that she's dead this is looking bad on her i don't want to say it looks bad on the on the uh actors guild by any stretch um this is just bad business it, it was risky but it was started off as risky business that could have benefited to her if she had provided the right content that you needed to back up your claims but now this is becoming bad business and yes your reputation's on the line i just really ah man four days left we got four days for you to come up with this before this if you really want people to stop from purchasing or get refunds or whatever for this to back up your claim and and defend your right and the right of all voice actors out there all very talented voice actors like herself out there because yes they do go through a lot of mess voice actors don't get it big all the time some voice actors do get the raw end of the deal this could be one of them but we need more proof of this if you heard the interview that i did with stephanie shade that i put out on a youtube uh clip that i put out on the acmg facebook group as she explains about the benefits that they require for all the hard work that they do and and the strenuous work that they do you know i think that's what people believed in especially going back to the 2016 uh sag after strike against uh some video game companies who were trying to do them wrong and trying to get you know more, more out of them than they were supposed than they try to get we went off of that alone because this is not the first time that we heard this but this is not helping anybody's case you know um this is kind of like this is you know what this is this is kind of going on a jesse smollett type of vibe this is kind of really becoming a jesse smollett type of thing because you know we were all for jesse smollett at the beginning and then we found out like not everything is matching up and she could be on the on the cuffs of becoming the jesse smollett of the gaming industry of the of the acting you know of the voice acting industry right now this is not good so hopefully in the days to come we will find out what's going on and if that happens we will then one thing for sure i will not be reviewing the game 
or even getting a game pending the situation here. But it looks like I'm, well, I, you know, it looks like I may be on the cuffs of getting this game. That's what is leading to, but anything can change in, of course, of four days. We'll find out for sure when, you know, next week. The other thing is, um, man, oh man, the back, oof. she's, if, whether she is, whether she's, you know, telling the truth or not, she's still going to be punished legally. And, you know, it's, it is at this point, if you're going to be punished, you might as well make it worth your while. And if you can't come up with anything, it's going to look real. It's, it's actually going to turn from giving platinum games, bad publicity to really good publicity at this point. If you don't come up with the, the proof of what they were doing. So we'll see, we will see folks. All right. That is all I'm going to say about this note. We're going to take a break, come back, and I am going to review Gotham Knights and tell you why. You need to give this a chance, and you need not to listen to every single reviewer out there that is telling you otherwise. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg talk time live gentlemen they and them you have reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to review and give my thoughts on gotham knights uh, a game that has been getting a bad rap lately and i've finished playing the entire single player mode i'm actually in a, in a process of playing it again under different terms and circumstances i'll explain that in a minute but this is a you know wb games montreal's uh addition to the batman universe not to be associated with the arkham saga uh that is a completely different saga this is considered a different game a different genre of game and a different way to experience this game in a world without the bat i've heard so many people dm me about bad reviews with this game and i didn't read any of those reviews at least not until recent when i finished the game and I was like, why the hell is this game being, you know, bastardized? And uh, I, I still don't know just reason for this, but the game experience that I have with this game is different from what I'm hearing. And I will tell you this, I, I'm, it's, I'm not going to sit here and say this is the game of the year. This is a, you know, or this is one of the best comic book 
you know, video games ever made. No, Spider-Man and Arkham still gets that realm. They're still neck and neck with each other in terms of one of the greatest video game, you know, experience based on a comic book. But I will tell you this. There is some pros and cons to this game, which I'm going to talk about here, and it will be more pros than cons. I will definitely tell you that from the door, but you may want to listen to this in accordance to and or in contrast to what you already heard from other places. And I'm going to give it to you thoroughly because I feel like some of the reviews that I've read felt like I don't feel like they played this through. I feel like what was played was like probably the first few hours of the game and they just made up their minds right there and then and then all of a sudden you know they just wrote an article they just did a review they you know spoke about it you know briefly i found this game to be really enjoyable may not be the best experience i had especially when it comes to batman games but definitely an enjoyable experience from start to finish and the issues that i kept hearing i never experienced here now granted I will say that this is only a review for the single player mode. I've not gone out to play the co-op and whatever issues that the co-op happens because it's related to online connectivity and bandwidth or whatever like that, it's, it's always going to be issues with that. What I care about is the single player core edition. If the core single player campaign is, you know, is, is diluted in this experience, then, then we have a problem. The patch ups for the co, you know, op modes and multiplayer modes or whatever that can be changed down the line much like you know uh cd project red did with cyberpunk and remember i i, mean, I now changed my mind about cyberpunk more than anything i'm a huge cyberpunk 2020 uh, 2077 fan more than i ever was when i first got it when it first came out it was horrible when it first came out now it is one of my favorite games. I get so into that game because they fixed everything up. It's fluid as hell. Um, and I was able to enjoy it and get totally, you know, it, it, it deep and immersed into that game experience. I'm going to say the same thing for here. You know, will it get the same grade as Cyberpunk 2077? We'll see. I, I, I don't know at this point, maybe not, <laughs> but I will tell you this. You may want to check this game out in some uh, sooner or later but i want to warn fans right now that are listening i think one of the first things that people need to do is approach this game with an open mind because and that meaning those like myself who worships the ground rock steady games <laughs> walks on after creating the, uh, the arkham series may need to recondition themselves to the idea that gotham knights is in no way shape or form anything like Arkham, except for maybe even, maybe just a visual look and feel. Gotham Knights is not an action adventure platformer or open world action adventure platformer. It is an action RPG and it plays like an action RPG, in particular, more like an RPG. There are a lot of RPG aspects to the game. I have reason to believe that many gamers aren't aware of this and will be disappointed when they realize that this game does not play and feel like the game they, they love so much because people are really aching for another Arkham experience or Rocksteady games experience, I should say. So here's the pro or cons that I have and the pros are deep. So stay with it, uh, understand why I'm doing this and hear my words 
through your mind and give your own opinion of it and see if you want to actually go in and see it but here's here's my pros for this one pro the first pro i'm going to talk about is that the game provides visually stunning looking take on a gotham city almost it looks like in the mind of jim lee and if you're a comic book fan if you're a true comic book fan you know that jim lee is in the pinnacle when it comes to art and, and visuals so the game really gives that type of vibe to it this is like jim lee's this is definitely like jim lee's gotham if you will uh so take a note to that while the gameplay does not give you the legendary arkham combat system that people have known to love uh the action rpg combat system provides a little bit more of a simplistic aspect to it but still fun the more you level up the better the combat uh becomes as you will be able to acquire more techniques weapons and abilities as you progress through the game when you start off with the game yeah it comes off like this just feels lacking but when you realize that you have to level up and upgrade the combat becomes more a little bit more finesse and fluid albeit not perfect I mean, when i say not perfect i mean it's not like the arkham combat system and there's a reason for that and i'll mention that uh soon enough the story is very compelling with a lot of twists and turns uh you know behind who is the court of owls and who's the voice of the court and here and that was that right there was really really compelling and really interesting to find out who was the head of it all i i, I can only just say that i'm not going to spoil anything because the story is that good you know um but even more there are deeper planet there are some uh, deeper planet seeds to the aspect of to the aspect and more that leads gamers to deeper to go deeper down the, the rabbit hole if you will wanting to know more and if you thoroughly went through the game and a lot of the items and aspects and things of the game that connects to the story's lore you start to really uh, enjoy the story aspect as you know as a whole it's i, I see i can't i i can't even say it because <laughs> something happens and somebody else some another familiar character appears in here as well so i i can't say too much without spoiling what's going on but he know who he was um at the end um the performances you know were just as strong helping batman fans become immersed into the uh, character development and plot great cinematic moments that you uncover all throughout the game that lets you see the team interact with each other uh for some touching moments as they cope with the world with with a world without bruce wayne and batman um and there are a lot of cutscenes in here uh, i mean a lot like they really this game you i think there were articles back then that were uh, now whatever letting fans know that this game will not be on a playstation 4 or xbox uh one i now understand why because the a lot the amount of depth and content that they added to this game you cannot fit into the playstation 4 or or xbox one um it's a lot of cutscenes. there's a lot of moments there's a lot i i totally understand why if you really play through this game thoroughly you understand why they could not put this on a playstation 4 or xbox one this is this is one of the games that totally fully utilizes the engine or the processing power of the xbox series uh consoles and the playstation 5 and pc for that matter so you know i, I totally get it because i mean it's the cutscenes in there is just amazing uh 
very cinematic, very episodic, if you will. Just it's, it's really great. One of my favorite features with the game is the game's interchangeable narratives, letting you. This is another reason why this will not be on the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. It, they have interchangeable narratives, letting you play through any part of the game with the four characters and getting different dialogues and experiences you didn't get the, uh, during the, your first uh, or previous run of the game. I'll give an example here. If you start the game with like I did, I started the game with Nightwing and my first playthrough of the game and then started a new game just recently when I were uh, using with new game plus, which is already added into the game. We didn't have to wait uh, to another update or anything. They already planned to have new game plus in the game already. It was already there ready. All your stats, all your things there. So that's another pro, a major pro after everything that you went through. You don't want to start over this experience by, you know, with, with nothing. You want to have all your stuff ready and just enjoy the game for what it is. And difficulty levels go from very easy to, you know, challenging hard. If you just want to enjoy the story, you can go right ahead and do so at any time. But, um, you know, this time around, the second time around, I played, started with Robin and I will get new dialogue, cutscenes, and even the ability to wear whatever costume uh, that you that you pick, which uh, which will appear in all of the cutscenes. You know how pretty much they, they do it with um, Spider-Man now. Like they did a really great job doing it with Spider-Man. Um, where every cutscene is like you wearing a different suit that you want to wear. So it's very customizable. They got that that uh, system and feature on there as well. I think it actually does better than um, the past two Spider-Mans actually. Um, I think they went a little bit more further with that, in my opinion, uh, from that point. This also leads to each member of Gotham's uh, Knights getting their own personal endings as well, depending on who you end the game with. So like, no matter what, you'll always get a different experience all throughout the game you could change every single situation like certain where you started or you continue with somebody in a certain part of the gameplay you could start your second gameplay with changing everything up and everybody will have a different so it's like you're not playing the same game the first time around the, the amount of replay value is awesome for this to be able to give the game a lot of replay value like this which to me is a major deal like like this is something you do, you rarely see in games like this like uh, last game i played that was sort of kind of like this was like trials of mana which was also an awesome action rpg game and you were able to do stuff like that um and change around well see the difference here is you did play the game with trials of, the difference is the trials of mana game is that you could play with different people and then you would interact with each other in certain sections of the story that intertwine with each other but in gotham knights it doesn't matter you can do the same stage with the same with a different character each time and you get a different conversation dialogue uh cutscene, whatever based on what they're doing so they went even deeper because they were able to have the processing power to do so so that's what i love about this game so the customization and uh you know the interchangeable narrative uh features it's just phenomenal you can play this game over and over again and still never really play the same game as before leveling up and customization uh customizing your characters may seem overwhelming and complex at first but you will assimilate to it in uh the structure after a while gotham knights give gamers the opportunity to customize and craft everything from suits melee and range weapons and more 
by gaining gear items during uh, patrols. You can create better gear that will help improve your stats and to help you fight crime and, you know, in the Court of Owls with ease. Some gear items range from common, uncommon, epic, heroic, rare, and even legendary. Legendary possibly being the most powerful of it all. And you will see that your stats will be boosted up to a level that, you know, pretty much you can just pluck a, a street member, a weak level street member and just, you know, get through it. They also have stealth abilities as well, which at first I wasn't really keen on, but after a while I got used to it and I started liking the stealth modes in here. I still think that Spider-Man's stealth mode is the best ever in Arkham and Batman Arkham uh, series uh, uh, stealth is better, way better in this case. Um, but these were great. These were actually still good. Each character has a selection of 15 fully customizable suits once they craft them, once you craft them, I should say, uh, with the pick of three different cowls, gloves, and boots within all of them, and the color scheme that to give you uh, give your characters a look and feel that suits you and is originally for you. So everybody can come in and just interchange, like again, interchangeable type of you know uh, items and pieces all over the place, like just fully customizable. I really dig this here. And um, this is part of Cyberpunk I wish we could do. Like this is why a part of me wished that Cyberpunk 2077 was a you know, third person platformer or open world, because then I could see the actual characters where the stuff that they really do. This is kind of that answer to that. You also have the ability to use what is called transmog skins provided. If you don't like the powerful crafted suit, um, that you, you know, put together, but you still want to utilize the stats from that suit, you could just cover it over with, um, you know, a, a transmog skin so you can have the suit that you want, but still have the stats that you can achieve. Um, I believe the last time I, a game I played like that, I know there are a lot of other games like that, but fire, uh, what is it? Fire, uh, fairy tale was the, uh, RPG that I was able to do that with as well. So I think there was another game that I got to play that I did the same thing, but you know, it's a common feature there. You can also, uh, use the transmog suits based on, uh, the look you want and still get the stats that you need. As I pointed out, I'm repeating a note that I, that I just put. Um, this is like, this is pretty much a common thing, but you know, it's a great addition to have. Furthermore, many of the suits uh, give uh, an inspired look as, you know, I'm a big, I'm a, if I haven't said it already, I'm a huge fan of Jim Lee. I'm a major, major fan of Jim Lee. And the fact that a lot of the costume design in here it looks heavily inspired by Jim Lee's art design. And in fact, I know for it, it has been said that he, um, you know, kind of oversaw a lot of what was done here, but also he, um, he contributed a few of his own designs that we've seen in the comics already. If you, um, for those who ordered the digital deluxe package, you know, you got some actual transmogs called Nightwatch uh, skins by Jim Lee himself. And you would recognize this because he's actually he actually drew a lot of the sketches like um, from his own deal to make for the game. So I thought it was awesome just to be able to play. I've been I've always wanted to play games that had Jim Lee, you know, designs on air. Uh, the last game I believe uh, that happened was DC Universe, where you could create your own character in the, in a way of, you know, Jim Lee inspired art. But I never liked DC Universe. It was it was that was a time when people were like spending like what 50 bucks a month 
for subscription fees to just to play one game no way in hell i don't know how the hell they got away with doing that man looking back like y'all should be ashamed of yourself doing that. but i digress here you pay one fee and you still get the jim lee look with all and the costumes are just fantastic like i love insomniac uh designs for spider-man i think these may actually be better than what they did with spider-man i mean in in miles morales on top of that it's just it's just drop dead dope so um you also have the ability to customize the color scheme of the uh bat cycle as well you get a bat cycle in here and if you get the digital deluxe edition you get a different looking bat cycle but all through the games there's like side missions and whatnot which i'm not a big fan of, the, of all the side missions but especially racing side missions i can't stand them but in order to get more colors uh palettes uh and color schemes and um unleashed you need to go through these these racing mini games to unlock them for your cycle so uh there's that like any rpg or action rpg you are given a skill tree system which gives the ability to level up and become uh a more powerful powerfully skilled vigilante each character has their own particular skill set that matches their personality uh but you also have momentum abilities which uh consist of more powerful attacks that can take out challenging foes or a wide range of attackers in your path uh some abilities like batgirl even heals herself which kind of makes her like the healer of the rpg you know genre which is kind of typical <laughs> in a sense uh the idea of playing in 30 uh frames per second shouldn't really be a deal breaker for people i know people the, the gaming universe when it comes to the, the fps thing it it, it kind of annoys me because the fps and the resolution thing it, it really annoys me because how are you not able to enjoy a game that is 30p you know like it is rather 30 uh fpus fps or even 720 uh pixel why is the game is the game less enjoyable because you can't visually see it as great as you want it to be i disagree with that and you know i'm a person who grew up playing pong so you can't tell me about like enjoying every game out there because i enjoy retro games that aren't in 720 or even or 1080 or even 720 or even 360 and they're still awesome games some of those games in fact got awards ahead of like games that have 60 frames per second so i don't think the frames per second issue should be a deal, a deal breaker for anybody um as you know my gameplay experience was as smooth and enjoyable even with something that would have had 60 frames per second so playing through the single player campaign felt great and i didn't feel the need to have uh to play along with others at all because i was enjoying the single player campaign on its own i mean like to me the co-op is just an extra incentive for those who like to play with other people but if you're just by yourself you can totally play this game and enjoy this game on its own in single player mode i actually feel like it's best to do that anyway because it's just you're getting different experiences every single time so all right so that was enough for the pros let's go to the cons here and um let's talk about that so i mentioned about the uh the kind of tedious uh side missions every once in a while the racing missions and all the stuff you don't have to go i'll go about them that's why i didn't necessarily mention those in my con list but i wanted to point that out as a honorable mention if you will I uh, hate racing. That's a pet peeve on me. That is in no reflection of your experience. Some of you may actually like 
you know, the racing mini game aspects. Oh, can I give one more pro here? And I forgot to mention this and I'm glad I just remembered this. In the Belfry, which is the headquarters of the Gotham Knights, they actually have an arcade game. And it's not just any arcade game, but it just so happens to be Spy Hunter. And guess what? You can play Spy Hunter in the Belfry when you're not fighting crime anytime you want. You can play Spy Hunter in Gotham Knights. Enough said. All right, let's go back to the cons real quick. While I accept the fact that this isn't a Arkham uh, game, but tries hard to provide the same essence, it does lack a fluidity that the Arkham series uh, has in terms of the combat system and balance. Not having the ability to defend when the attackers, you know, when, when attacks uh, doesn't take away, you know, from the experience, but it would have helped. Like you can't, you know how you, you know, in the Arkham series were made that so much fun to play is that you could beat up on somebody, but then somebody tries to come at you. And then maybe that's was designed that way because all right, at the end of the day, none of these kids are Batman and they don't have the ability that Batman has. Well, maybe Tim Drake didn't. Um, actually, that's arguably because in Arkham Knights, Nightwing is in there and he's fighting. And so is Batgirl, if I'm correct. And she's fighting in the same fashion. So, yeah, that could be argued. So, all right, my whole thing remains again. So the fact that you can't parry somebody's move while they're coming at you in a certain way, but you can also, you can evade. And that's which that's basically their deal. Instead, their way of trying to be different is not to defend, but just evade the attack. I'd rather do the uh, the uh, parry. I'd rather do the parry system. It's much more fun to do, and it really feels badass when you just stop somebody in their tracks or trying to attract you, trying to attack you from behind or whatever like that. It's just a lot more fun. The engine that Rocksteady created has been emulated many times over by other people trying to do, trying to capture that same feeling. Even Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is probably the only game that can really, you know, do the same thing. If not you know, uh, do it just as good, if not a little bit better because it's using a spider sense type of deal. So I wish they would have done that, but they didn't, but it's still not that bad. And it's not a deal breaker in a sense, but it's just, it, it could have added, uh, you know, it could be that adding the defense technique would make it similar to Arkham combat system. And maybe they just wanted to stay away from that. But either way, it's not that big of a deal, but I would say that say it's a con for me. I would have loved to have had that experience but then again i kept even i said to myself i can't go in this like it is a arkham game this is their own game and this is what they do and that, and again when you level up it actually becomes a better flu it, it becomes a better experience just not perfect <laughs> while i did not get find any bugs or uh glitches during uh my full playthrough there was an obvious error in the middle of the game where there appears to be like two versions of yourself, the character that you're controlling, and then you're, the same character is actually in the Belfry with you. Uh, if anybody's played Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, you know, there's the scenes, there's the, there's the sections of the game where you're in a, some, in, a head of, in a headquarters or whatever like that, and right before you go out and to do uh, a, a mission or whatever like that, you're in with the rest of the Avengers or other superheroes or whatnot, but you find your character in there with a clone, 
with a with a MP version of your character. And it kind of just takes away from the it, it takes you away from the the aspect of you being in this system. It's something that I, I don't know if um, they realize, but if they discover it, they can fix that situation um, with a patch update. So, I mean, that's if that's the only situation that I've had, this is still a good game. But again, it, it wasn't a deal breaker. It didn't break the game either. And, you know, after that, I didn't see anything other crazy like that. The entire game was just really fun to play and it, it didn't do anything to hurt the system. Traveling through Gotham is okay. But again, it's it, it's nowhere nearly as fun as what you would have, you know, as Batman or Nightwing or whatever in Gotham and in Arkham games. Um, you know, traveling on, in Gotham and the Arkham games was so much fun because you were able to do a lot of other things. Um, here, it just feels off because you lack the ability to jump freely while traveling through Gotham and only relying on the grappling hook, um, which doesn't give you the same tranquil feeling that you would have from, you know, the Batman Arkham series or Insomniac's, you know, Spider-Man series, which, you know, swinging, you could spend all day traveling in Gotham or New York with Spider-Man in there. Here is just like, all right, I, you know, thankfully they got fast travel in here. And also the knighthood abilities um, will help you too. And it gives you like abilities to glide through certain areas instead of just falling you know deeply in and uh or traveling different ways i like um i like uh what is it red hood's ability because he he um uses the lazarus uh powers that he have to skip through the air or whatever like that right there so that was original um tim drake has a glider um batgirl pretty much just you know she glides like batman does and tim drake actually uses the justice league satellite to teleport to wherever he has to go so i like those original things that is going on there but it helps the monotony of tra of traveling out there so um i will need to note that my experience with the game is only through single player mode again i need to stress that out and it's not through co-op so if you're going through um that situation i can't help you because i have no desire to play through the co-op unless by chance i have a trusted friend or a or somebody i know who you know has the game too that i that i frequent every once in a while um i think this was this will probably be my last one but this is a significant one the lack of utilization uh, i'm sorry the lack of utilizing the dual sense controller uh to its full capabilities is very noticeable as it uh in this game especially when playing games like cyberpunk horizon forbidden west uh kena uh bridge of spirits spider-man and even avenger marvel avengers where they utilize the dual sense uh you know uh capabilities where you can experience heavy vibrations during aspects of the gameplay or and even the cutscenes or trigger resistance during some uh parts of the gameplay it, it's barely noticeable in this game um here you barely feel anything during the gameplay and only get vibrations during cutscenes. I hope that one of the patch updates that they will have down the line will add that ability into the game because I think that will help the game experience so much more as it did for all of the other games that I've mentioned. And mostly like it's like standard practice now for all these games to have this at this point. I was really surprised that this one did not have that. 
or it didn't utilize it to its full uh capabilities it's like when you it, it, you, you know what it feels like i don't know if many of you ever do this but i do this uh quite a bit i play i use remote play and i use it on my ipad so like in other words if i want to watch something on tv and i want to multitask or whatever like that i often play remote play on my ipad and i use one of my other dual sense controllers just strictly for the ipad that it'll play and when you're playing on the ipad it doesn't provide any like if you're if i'm playing um horizon forbidden uh west it doesn't play the, the, the dual sense controller doesn't react the same way it does if it's connected to the actual playstation 5. i don't understand why that is but you get some of the vibration and and, and dual sense from it more than you uh, less than you would if you had it connected to the ps4 and you were playing directly from the ps uh, i'm sorry the ps5 i should say and directly to the ps5 so you don't get that you only get like partial ex a reaction to the dual sense controller there that's what gotham knights feel like even on the ps5 uh version so hopefully they will fix that but those are the only cons that i had for this game so like overall despite the cons i mentioned you know just now Gotham Knights has way more pros to why you will want to pick, you know, check this game out. I, I don't know what some of these reviewers were uh, playing or whether they were only playing a portion of the game, as I mentioned. But man, at the beginning, before, you know, before putting out their reviews, I, I just feel like, it, you know, it was their their reviews are like unfinished. It, like it should be in process or to be continued because I played through this game. I enjoyed it. I started having doubts at first when I started playing the game, but uh, and I continued to play and leveled up and go deeper into the story. I warmed up greatly to this uh, and experienced barely ever experienced any glitches or crashes along the way. None, no crashes at all. I would say um, this game for me started with a grade of like C plus, and then it was going to uh, be a B minus for my final grade but after fully finishing the game you know getting down to the story and developing the story you know the story development and the character development and the entire experience alone and the endings this game deserves more than you know from me personally so um that is why i decided based on the depth and detail and the amount of work that wb montreal put into this game this game gets a solid b for me like say what you will but I had none of those issues with those guys you know not the best comic book video uh comic book based video game ever and that i ever play but it is and, and it's not even one of the best action rpg games but um it provides a lot of fanfare comic book fans especially dc comic book fans should appreciate and for that i think they deserve a little bit more than that you know it's a b is is i gotta it's a lot they put a lot into this i mean the interchangeable you know uh story narratives that's a big deal that's a lot of work so to, for just just brush it off because you got some people who rather didn't like the co-op or they feel like they're uppity they're real uppity about their experience with playing rpg games and whatnot um no this i feel like this deserves a lot more credit than that from a fan this you know coming from a fan aspect I, yeah I, I want that arkham experience but all things considered this is not a bad one so if you're listening to this i would say give this a try whenever time you want whether you want to do it now or do it when it goes on sale down into the holiday season or whatever like that but this game 
it definitely gives you a run for your money um as a batman fan as a comic book fan thought they did a really uh, pretty good job with this overall so folks that will do it for this edition of talk time live extra select start i hope you guys enjoy it oh god again four more days we'll see what miss taylor is going to do if she provides anything new to this uh it's just not looking good in her part i'm just saying we'll see what happens from there and until then we'll just uh keep up wraps anything that happens from then and out i'll probably talk about on uh sunday's show which don't know what the talk topic will be i'm thinking maybe give a full review of super sons uh batman and superman battle of the super sons which i got a chance to see again so um maybe that'll be it maybe something else i know it's halloween time so you know we can talk about that as well or anything else that comes up from there so stay tuned for that and much more and if you enjoyed this in every single episode that we do here in talk time live you can check us out on talktimelive.com it is the official place where you can check out audio episodes video interviews and media content as well as blogs uh, that i put out for rather unboxing new items uh experiences that i've had you know this year like a new york comic con and all that stuff or even the uh final the final fantasy uh concert with the roths and um you know just enjoy all of that and want to talk live.com if you want to listen to the show and subscribe and download and never miss a beat you could do so on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean tune in audible pocket cast pandora and if you are on tumblr you could type in talk time live and you can find and, and listen to the show there as well folks i hope you really enjoyed this and uh we'll talk again so that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is Dax Xavier Josiah say learn to let go live life love all things anime comics movies and games this is ACMG presents talk time live I am out there take care and have a great week people Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.